Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk for being upset with your roommate for inviting a guy over and then leaving you two alone? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for telling my sister that the name she chose for her son was not our grandpa's actual name, but a nickname he hated? My sister wanted to honor our late grandpa in her son's name and chose to call her son Bobby, which is what pretty much everyone called our grandpa. She mentioned the name being so special because it was his beloved great-grandpa's name and that it would be so special for our grandpa to have his name live on. So here's the thing, Bobby was my grandpa's nickname and he hated it. His actual name was Cyrus, which was Grandpa's mom's maiden name. Grandpa was named that by her, and after she died and his dad remarried, they started to call him Bobby because his stepmother's dad was Robert. Grandpa always hated Bobby, but after years of people refusing to listen, he gave in. He had a handful of friends who called him Cyrus or Cy, but that was it. I told my sister this, and she was upset and asked why he hated Bobby. Bobby's so cute. I asked her how she'd feel to be named after her late parent and for his surviving parent and step-parent to then rename you after the step-parent's side unofficially, but to the point where it sticks more than your actual name. She was glad at first, but after a few weeks, she snapped and told me she doesn't like Cyrus and that I ruined the name Bobby for her. Am I the jerk for telling her the truth? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk here. If you're gonna name your kid after another person to try to leave like a lasting legacy, it's probably important to actually understand the foundations behind that person and their name. All this really tells me was that she wasn't that close with the grandpa, because I'm willing to bet anybody that was close enough to that grandpa, he probably would have mentioned. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for giving my dad the ultimatum of wearing diapers or going to a nursing home? I'm 19 and my dad is 56. His biggest fear is ending up in a nursing home. He's also had an issue controlling his bowels for over a year now, and I suspect it's because he will regularly refuse to eat and will drink beer all day until dinner. I've brought this up to him and he said it's fasting and that it's good for him. I told him it's not fasting, it's just drinking on an empty stomach. And he got upset and just said his bowel problem is old age. But I don't think he's quite old enough for that to be the issue. There's stains in the carpet all over the house from times he hasn't made it. It's disgusting and I can't afford new carpet and neither can he. I just ran the carpet cleaner over it after getting up all the big stuff and that's the best I can do for now. Today, I was in the kitchen cooking dinner and he was sitting at the table. He stood up and said, I have to go crap. Actually, I'm crapping right now. I thought he was joking at first until I started hearing it hit the floor. He stripped down, dripped it all over the floor and smeared it around with paper towels in an attempt to clean it up. I was ticked at this point because he knows he has this problem and refuses to wear diapers and now I'm playing hopscotch trying not to burn anything. 
I ended up having to shut the stove off and clean it up myself, and at this point, I had no appetite left, so I just made a plate for him and my brother and started getting ready to put it away. Whenever he got down from the shower, I told him he needs to work with me on this to get it figured out, because I'm not going to keep dealing with this and I'll pay someone else to if I have to. I told him he needs to at least wear diapers or he's ending up in the nursing home. I know this was harsh, but I've just been so fed up with it. He tried to blame me by saying I made him come in the kitchen for dinner and it took him farther away from the bathroom. I never made him sit there, and he didn't even make it out of the kitchen so I know he wouldn't have made it from anywhere else in the house either. He was really embarrassed and started crying though and said he's not happy about it either, and when I came to apologize later for making him so upset, he just kept saying whatever and saying he didn't want to hear it. I know I'm not wrong for expecting him to at least try to work with me, but was I the jerk for threatening him with a nursing home over it? Coming back to add that me and my sister have talked on the phone for a bit, and she's willing to let my little brother move in and he seems to be on board, I would rather stay to try to help take care of him the best I can. But I thought it would be comforting for you guys to know that my little brother won't have to deal with the situation anymore. I've also talked to my dad a little, and he got a little freaked out when I mentioned possible issues with his liver and maybe colon cancer, and he's going to try to see someone soon. He's still hung up on the incontinence aids, but a step is being made. Thank you everyone so far for your advice. Yeah, I would definitely say the first step is definitely seeing somebody because it sounds to me like there could be an issue going on. Also, I know it's not necessarily possible depending on what medical conditions they got going on, but having like a fiber supplement might really help in this situation. You'd be surprised how much a little Metamucil every single day can really help. Either way, I hope for OP and the carpet's sake that they can get this figured out. All I'm saying is, is if I was at the point where I was making messes regularly, I wouldn't be too prideful. I'd wear whatever I have to wear to make sure that I didn't ruin the carpet and the flooring and create a disgusting mess that requires help from other people. I'd be so embarrassed if somebody else had to come help wipe up my mess, let's just say, because I was too prideful. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing that my sick mother-in-law to move into my house? I'm a mother of four children, aging from 10 to 16, and I work in marketing. Our house is pretty decent in size, each two of the four kids share a room, then my husband and I bedroom. So in total we have three sleeping rooms and no extras for sleeping. My husband's mother has been sick for quite a while, and she needs to be taken care of 24-7. That's why my husband got her a personal nurse and caretaker. Recently, my husband's been tired of paying the nurse and his mother's rent, so he suggested she moves in with us so he wouldn't pay her rent and only pay for the nurse. As I said, our house is already packed with the six of us, so bringing his mother and the nurse would be eight. Our house can't handle that and we don't have enough rooms. Also, his mother cannot sit down. She always has to lie in bed. And we don't have any possible extra bed or space to put a new bed in. Husband suggested that she stays in my youngest kid's room that only has two beds. So my kids, 10 and 12, will sleep on one bed while his mother takes the other one. And I straight up refused and told him I won't disturb my kid's comfort like that. And we still won't have a place for the nurse. He told me I stay at home and quit my job so he can cut off the nurse and I take care of his mother. I told him how about he takes care of his mother and quit to stay at home and he said no. She hasn't moved in yet. I won't allow it. The house already feels small for us six. 
Also, I have three more brother-in-laws. One of them lives alone and isn't married, so my husband is not her only child. Yet he's the one who paid for the nurse and the rent alone. I asked him to tell his brothers to help. He refused. His pride didn't allow him to ask them for help. But he was completely fine with asking me to quit my job so he wouldn't pay for a nurse and to ask me to pack the house more because he can't pay her rent. This has been going on for so long and he called me heartless for refusing to move her in. I told him she can move in if we get ourselves a bigger house. Then he proceeded to call me ungrateful for what I have. I don't have a problem with her personally, but I don't want a suffocated home and I don't want to shove in two of my kids in one bed. Neither do I want to quit my job. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. And I think if they can help it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I would say try to reach out to their husband's brothers and other siblings on their own and try to ask them if they can pitch in. You know, really nail in the fact that this is their mother who is struggling and that it's not fair for the husband, pride or not, to try to spearhead the whole thing himself. I don't know if OP's husband and their brothers have like a nasty relationship with one another or there's some kind of weird animosity, but I can't imagine being so prideful that you feel like you can't ask your own brothers for assistance in taking care of their mother. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to wear my sister-in-law's wedding dress to my wedding? I, 23-year-old female, am getting married to my fiancé, 24-year-old male, in a month. He has an identical twin brother with whom he's keeping a bit of distance with because of his past possessive behavior of wanting to share everything with each other, from interests, hobbies, and even friends. My brother got eloped to his wife, 27-year-old female and even suggested to my fiancé to do the same on the same day as him. But, of course, he shut that down quickly, as we both agreed on having a wedding already. However, I ended up being contacted by my fiancé's brother, requesting me to wear his wife's wedding dress from their elopement to my wedding, which I obviously turned down, telling him that I've already got a specific wedding dress on my mind. He dropped the subject, and for two weeks I didn't hear about it again, so I thought that was the end of it. But yesterday, my fiancé's brother and his wife showed up at our house, uninvited may I add, got up sister-in-law's wedding dress and then literally asked me to try it out right here and that they'd make adjustments if the size doesn't fit. Thank God my husband stepped in and kicked them both out of our house, even though it did end up with a really big argument between my fiancé and his brother. I got contacted again later on by brother-in-law who said that my inability to make any compromises in order for his and his brother's wedding experiences to be intertwined is straining their relationship. 
Honestly, at this point, I'm just getting the creeps from brother-in-law and my gut's telling me that him and sister-in-law may attempt to sabotage our wedding out of revenge. And even my husband agrees with the sentiment. We're now strongly considering to uninvite both my brother-in-law and sister-in-law from our wedding, but my husband's still a bit reluctant to do it yet because of the inevitable drama it'll cause with his family. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. It is so rich of somebody else to say, you can't compromise on your wedding to make the experience fun for me, is essentially what they're saying. I don't think OP's the jerk if they just straight up uninvite them after that. Forget that selfish, controlling behavior. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend that she shouldn't call herself a cancer survivor because it's misleading? My 25-year-old female and my friend Sarah, 29-year-old female, about two years ago, she had a strawberry-sized lesion on her thigh, which is about three centimeters, and it turned out to be an early stage of skin cancer. All they did back then was excised it under local anesthesia too, and they told her it was over and she doesn't have it anymore. Today I was with her and a mutual friend. Our mutual friend has a recurrent abdominal pain, and he'll do an exploratory laparotomy to know the cause, and he kept talking about how scared he is, and then Sarah came and threw the cancer card. She started talking about how she survived cancer and how it destroyed her life and he'll be fine, and she understands how he feels, etc. I snapped at her and told her it's misleading of her to call herself as a cancer survivor because what she had back then was almost nothing and just a lesion on the skin. And when people hear the word cancer survivor, they would think about someone who took chemotherapy and almost died because of it. But in her case, it was nothing but just a removal with a small incision in the clinic. I thought others would have my back, but they said I'm a jerk and that left me wondering did I say something wrong? So, this might be very controversial, but I kind of feel similar to OP here. Don't get me wrong, I realize that in a situation like this, if you're diagnosed with having anything cancerous, there's going to be so much stress involved. There's going to be worry, there's going to be these ideas floating around in your mind that this is going to be it, and they're going to find it somewhere else. I know personally of people who all they had was a small spot somewhere. They go in and just have it cut off and that's it. And then turn around and say cancer survivor and having went through cancer in a way that honestly almost seems to try to be an attempt to further their career or make them stand out a bit in their career. And there's just always been something at my core that feels a bit conflicted about that. I don't want to downplay what they went through. I mean, it's a terrifying thing to hear you have cancer in any situation, but if it's just a situation where you went in for a one-hour appointment and you're done, is it not a little disingenuous to say that you're a cancer survivor? Compare yourself and try to sympathize yourself with people who have to go through regular exploratory procedures just to check? Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking a day off for myself without telling my husband? My husband, 38-year-old male, and I, 40-year-old female, have been married for 8 years and have a 4-year-old son. I work for a regional park district, managing the outdoor recreation and education program. Basically, I work outside 90% of the time. The summer is by far my busiest time of the year, and I routinely work 6 days a week. If I can make it work, I'll take a day off during the week to offset my hours because our weekend events are the ones I'm most needed at since they're bigger. I'm salaried so I don't get overtime. This is not new. 
I've been in this position since before my husband and I got married. He knows how busy I am this time of year. Since our son was born, my husband's gotten increasingly grumpy during this time of year because he obviously has to be responsible for our son during the weekends when I work. We've thought about this a number of times because he feels like I should talk to my bosses about getting other people to take over some of my weekend events so he doesn't get stuck with our son by himself every weekend. I feel like he needs to suck it up because this isn't new to anyone and it's only a small portion of the year that my schedule is like this. His argument is that there is nothing he does that leaves me parenting by myself for similar amounts of time and that there needs to be more of a balance in that area. This past weekend, I had events on both Saturday and Sunday, full 8-hour days and outside in the heat. By the time I got home, both nights, I was exhausted and just wanted to take a shower and go to sleep. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I tried to watch a movie with them Saturday night, but fell asleep on the couch. Last night I crashed by 8pm. This morning I told my husband I was going to go to work from home for a bit in the morning to offset my hours. After my husband took our son to daycare and I started looking at emails, I changed my mind to just take the day off and get some rest and maybe do a few things around the house. I must have fallen asleep on the couch because I woke up to my husband making himself lunch in the kitchen. He regularly comes home for lunch because his office is nearby. I asked him how his day was going and a few other questions and he kept giving me one word answers. I asked him if he was okay and he told me he was tired and feels like he hasn't gotten a break all summer and it's frustrating for him to come home and see me napping when I told him I was going to work from home. I told him I was still tired from the weekend and decided to take the day off. He said he's tired too and that I need to start doing a better job of taking his needs into consideration as well instead of just focusing on my own. He said it's not fair for him to work 5 days a week then be a solo parent all weekend while all I do is work and sleep. I told him that summer's almost over so my weekends will free up again soon but all he said was since you're rested now you can pick up son from daycare. I won't be home for dinner. I think OP's the jerk here because there's no like refuting what he said, it's just focusing on this one moment in time. Am I the jerk for taking this nap here while giving no opinion, no defense against what this husband said and is doing, which is overworking himself and never having a day for themselves or having time to just nap around. Our next story is, am I the jerk for accusing my wife of workaholism and money obsession in front of our friends? My, male 33, wife, female 25, seems to be a workaholic and is obsessed with her work. She recently graduated with her master's, but she's been supporting herself since she was 18 by running an Etsy shop. I got laid off three years ago and have been unable to find a job ever since. Apart from working, my wife also writes books as a hobby, which she wants to self-publish once she finishes edits. She wrote two so far. She's also just started a true crime YouTube channel. You'd think that was enough, right? Wrong. She also goes swimming three times a week and has language classes. It's ridiculous. 
I had some friends over a few nights ago and we were playing some games and having a beer. My wife doesn't like my mates, but they brought their girlfriends and wives, so she could have made an effort. Instead, she told me she didn't even know they were coming as I didn't tell her I invited them and she already had plans. She locked herself up on her office to write her book or a script or whatever. I was pissed. I texted her multiple times, but she ignored me. When she went to the kitchen to get water, I confronted her and told her she's a workaholic and money obsessed. My friends heard it. She had the audacity to say that if it wasn't for my debt, she wouldn't have to work this much. I told her she was out of line. She called me a jerk and some other things. She slept on the couch in her office that night, her decision, and we're on no speaking terms. My mates agree with me. They generally think she's stuck up anyway but it said I was the jerk for airing dirty laundry publicly and should have addressed it privately. I guess they're right and I'm the jerk for that, but I was angry. I wonder, was I the jerk? Because if so, I need to apologize and bring up the issue privately. I do think OP is the jerk here, and my question is, why is OP with this person? It doesn't seem like they're on the same wavelength at all. I think somebody can handle all of those tasks she's doing and thrive if that's what she enjoys, if that's what's good for her. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there's no way I'd be able to chase around and keep up with all of that. But I know some people can. My question is, how's your actual relationship? Opie didn't describe any of that. All I'm saying is, is if I was in a relationship with somebody who was out there writing books, doing a YouTube channel, graduated with their masters, ran an Etsy shop by themselves, went out swimming and had hobbies of their own they enjoyed, I think I'd be darn proud. I mean, sure, I'd have an issue if there was no time with me if we didn't have date nights or a relationship. Then that's a problem. But beyond that, I don't see what the issue is. I mean, short of a minor communication issue on what plans are going on. This next story is, am I the jerk for saying that my kids are well-behaved? I'm a father of four kids ranging from 23 to 6 years old. The other day we were all at a restaurant and there was a family with three kids, I'd say from 10 to 6 years old, running around, yelling and basically making a mess. At one time, one of the kids came to our table and took a piece of bread. Before me and my wife could say anything, the mom yelled at the kid to put it back. She then turned to me and said, Kids, eh? They're all the same with an apologetic smile. Before I could think, I blurted, Certainly not, mine are well behaved. I get that it was not very polite, but she took it as if I just spit in her face and began yelling at me. Ten minutes later, they were out the door. My wife thinks that comment was a jerk comment. I just think I answered her affirmation by providing a counterexample. What do you think? I mean, it's pretty innocent, I feel like. I don't think OP's outright the jerk for being honest that their kids wouldn't be acting like that. I mean, they asked. You just answered honestly. Sorry that she got upset that OP insisted their kids are well behaved. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother that if my parents need money, they can ask me for it themselves? My parents didn't think a girl needed an education, so they chose not to save any money for me growing up. They had no interest in my education or extracurricular activities. My mom's brother Brian grew up in the UK and he had a different attitude. He would always check on me and see how I was doing in school. He bought me my first graphing calculator. Because I wanted to impress him, I worked myself raw to graduate with honors. I was the salutorian in my school and received a scholarship to my dream school. I didn't even bother telling my parents. I graduated from high school and moved to the west coast. 
My parents tried to convince me to come home, but I was quite happy for the first time I could remember. I studied in a STEM field and was recruited before I graduated. My job pays me very well, and I met my husband at work. My brother also attended university and is an engineer. He does well for himself, except that he's constantly giving our parents money. My brother talked to me recently about how we needed to support our parents in their old age. I said I had no problem contributing to them. However, they would have to ask me for help. I would not volunteer it or send it through him. If they wanted my dirty woman money, they had to ask for it. He says that they won't because it would shame my father to ask a woman for money. I'm okay with him feeling shame after the way he raised me. My brother says I'm being a jerk and it doesn't matter since my parents know where the money will be coming from. I think that my father and mother need to get over themselves. I'm fully on board with OP considering how they were raised and treated. If they're shameless enough after all that to still ask for money, yeah, ask OP personally. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not asking about a coworker's daughter? Some background info. I work an office job in the public sector. My team consists of six people, including me and the coworker in question. This person and I are not close. We interact strictly professionally and I don't personally like her very much. I do try to treat her with the same respect I treat every coworker. If it's relevant, I'm in my 30s and the coworker is in her 50s, so the current situation is as follows. Last week, she told us she had to leave work early but didn't specify why. I later heard from another coworker that it was some kind of problem in her family. She was back the next day and didn't say anything about it to me. I figured it was personal and kept out of it. Yesterday she left work again, this time without telling anyone why except one coworker. This coworker later told me it was because her daughter needed to be taken to the emergency room because she had been diagnosed with diabetes. This morning the coworker in question was back. We exchanged the usual pleasantries in the morning and had some interactions related to work, but nothing more. At lunch, she was fuming. She told me she thought I was callous because I didn't ask about her daughter's health. She said she knew the other coworker told me the situation yesterday, so the only reason I didn't ask was because I didn't care. I told her I didn't want to interfere in her personal life, and she stormed off. So my thinking is that, considering our relationship, I thought she would tell me if she wanted me to know about it, or wanted to talk about it. Since she didn't, I didn't ask her about her daughter because, to me, that is interfering in someone's private and personal life. Am I the jerk for not asking her about her daughter? I don't think Opie's the jerk. Here's the thing, if you don't feel like you know the person well enough to be asking about sensitive details like that, you're completely fine not asking about it or inquiring, plus you don't know if it's a sensitive topic. You don't know how they're feeling. Yeah, if you want to approach the topic, you probably want to wait for them to kind of broach that. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my boyfriend that his mother is no longer welcomed at our home anymore? My boyfriend, named Steve, 24-year-old male, and I, 22-year-old female, recently moved in together. We celebrated his birthday and our housewarming party on the same day. His parents came over and they've gotten him two gift cards to a steakhouse. The envelopes noted Steve and Steve's guest. I didn't have a problem with it at first, since Steve's parents are very religious and probably thought that us moving in together before marriage wasn't a good idea, and this was their way of showing disapproval. Maybe. It wasn't an issue until Steve's mom told me in front of her husband and my boyfriend that she didn't think I would like steak since I thought you only eat oriental food. I'm Asian, Steve is white. 
Over the period of three years of dating, his mom has made several remarks regarding my race and culture at most family events. I've always tried to disregard them because I've always been a non-confrontational person and didn't want to start any drama at the family event. I've told Steve about these incidents, and his go-to response was, she's just old and ignorant, she doesn't mean it. I was in shock, because I didn't think she meant any harm when she said that I only eat oriental food. But personally, it came off very ignorant and almost racist. Steve didn't say anything. Before I left the circle, I told her that I love steak, and I love eating almost anything, not just the oriental food. I ended up not talking to her for the rest of the night and did not say goodbye when they were headed out. I've not talked to her since, and now my boyfriend wants to have a family get-together at our home. I've told him he could invite his siblings, but not his mom, because I feel uncomfortable around her and would love to not have her negative energy around in my house anymore. Steve told me I was being mean and unreasonable. He told me it's his mother and I should be more understanding because of her age. She's in her 60s apparently. Am I the jerk for telling him I don't want to see her in my home? I don't mind if it's somewhere else that I have to interact with her, just not in my house. Yeah, I really don't blame OP at all. I don't understand where she was coming from with the whole oriental food thing. Like, this is a very clearly a racist take. Does that mean if I'm Italian, you can only get me a gift card to Papa John's? Like, what kind of moronic thinking is that? It's so dumb, it seems downright intentional. Our next story is, am I the jerk for being grumpy with my housemate for leaving me alone with a guy he invited over? Late last Saturday night, a guy, 27-year-old male, who my housemate, 24-year-old male, and I, 25-year-old female, used to work with, called me while really drunk. For context, neither of us really know him on a personal level. We'd both consider him an acquaintance. But about two years ago, he tried to hook up with me. I had this guy on speaker. My housemate said hi to him and started having a chat. He said he didn't have a lift home and was stuck in a storm 20 minutes from our house. My housemate offered him a lift home and he took him up on it, so we both went to pick him up. He gets in the car and I immediately ask for his address and he refuses to give one. We keep driving around and I keep asking for an address. My housemate suggests he just come back to our house and he can get an Uber home from ours. So we get back to our house and we're all sitting on the couch. It's a bit of an awkward conversation and after about 30 minutes my housemate decides he's going to bed and leaves me alone with this guy. It was pretty obvious this guy had no intention of leaving and started making himself at home by taking himself on a house tour. We live in a townhouse. I'm downstairs and my housemate is upstairs. The guy arrives at my bedroom. I asked him not to go in there. He doesn't listen and decides to lay down on my bed. I asked him to get off of my bed and he said no. Then I asked when he was going home and he just moaned. I texted my housemate asking why he would just leave me like that and he responded saying, Ha ha, sorry, I couldn't take it anymore. I told him he wasn't leaving and instead of offering to help, he's six foot six and pretty intimidating, he asked if a guy I was newly seeing, 28 year old male, at the time, could come over and help, despite him living 20 minutes away and it being 2am. My housemate stopped replying to me and thankfully my guy friend came over straight away. As soon as I told the drunk guy that another guy was coming over, he left within 2 minutes. I told my housemate the next day that what he did was really uncool and he justified it by saying I'm not delicate and can take care of myself. 
this is a horrendous thing for the housemate to do, and I think just about anybody, woman or not, would be upset in this situation. Let alone the fact that, let's be real, it is a lot more frightening for OP because they are female. It's 2am and you ditch your female roommate to deal with this near stranger? What a horrendous person. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.